Welcome to the Insider's Guide to Finance, where we dive into stories from the front lines of financing public and private companies. I host seasoned CEOs, fund managers, bankers, brokers, and business experts who will answer your questions about how to properly engage investors, finance opportunities, and build outstanding success stories. We dig into the educational how-tos and mechanics of structuring good deals. You'll also hear about strokes of luck, tense negotiations, and the pressures of closing, while also getting insights on how to best navigate the public markets. And before we get started, I'm happy to host this episode with the support of Olympia Trust Company. Olympia is an outstanding provider of transfer agent and corporate trustee services, and has also been a supporting member or part of the Canadian capital markets for well over 20 years. I can speak from experience that the team strives to deliver on their promise of making it personal. So thanks again to the team at Olympia Trust Company, and I encourage you to reach out to them anytime. You can find their contact information in our show notes. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to our season finale. Well, if anything, it's a recap and a reflection of 2020 and what we're looking forward to in 2021. We've been super fortunate to hear from dozens of guests over the year, and I wanted to reflect on what I've learned from these interviews. There's no doubt that this year has been one for the records. There's also no promise that just flipping the page of a calendar into 2021 is going to make the next year any better. But I will say, I think that This has been a test, and we've all come through this demonstrating our resilience and adaptability. A major lesson I learned this year from these interviews is that of really sticking to your principles. And I'd like to carry some of these forward into next year. A number of guests really nailed down the importance of principles and how they guide themselves. Maybe this is a theme carried forward from Ray Dalio's book, Principles, but Dalio and my guests have certainly demonstrated the importance of this. Sure, it may be cliche advice and that, you know, we should all just have principles that we hold ourselves to. But the question is, is do we actually have a list? From the interviews I did this year and the lessons I've learned, here's the three principles that I'll be taking into 2021. The first is to be as objective as possible. Given the hysteria we've experienced this year, from financial markets to politics, all amplified by media mania, all admit to have buying or having bought into some false and conflated issues. And I close my ears off to things. I really close my ears off to hearing other people's arguments. Now, perhaps it was because I was exhausted from all of this. But now I lost out on two main things when I reflect on it. The first is that of practicing the art of asking better questions, especially with those who have deeply conflicting views. And the second is, in one-on-one discussions, by closing myself off and not asking questions, I lost the opportunity to allow someone to express themselves. And sometimes, I believe through asking the right questions, you can help guide their thinking towards more objective reasoning. Now, this may sound self-serving or maybe even disingenuous, but my point is, is that I think we'd all be better off if we started asking more questions and listening instead of just spewing our own arguments. Then it opens up the doors to having a dialogue where hopefully the facts and common ground will prevail. 
As a second principle, something that I want to carry forward into 2021 is that of thinking longer term. This is something I can certainly say that I need to be better at, but especially for all of us who work in and around the public markets, quarterly reporting seems to drive our narrative and our actions. The arguments I'm putting forward or the argument I'm putting forward is that the overnight successes, they really take five years. So why is it that we put such an emphasis on such a short amount of time and this instant gratification? With almost anything worth doing, it's going to take a while, but the short term is going to suck. It's going to be hard, we're going to fail, and we're going to be forced to regroup. But if we are doing something, whether it be investing, leading a team, or building a company, if it is built on sound fundamentals, then I think we ought to ignore the short term and focus on the long term. For a bit more clarity on this, I'm going to reference an interview where one of the guests made the point that what he did was plan for the short term, but then really commit to where he was going in the long term. He had a clear vision of what that was, and the short term was manageable. And as a third principle, I want to recognize that leading with good intentions has taken me to good places. Now, I know this sounds kind of soft or maybe a little frou-frou, but let me explain. In this instance, I want to speak to the business relationships that I've been developing over the last year. I've been very fortunate to become aligned with a group of people and organizations where I can tell from their words and their actions that they're leading themselves with good intentions. Yes, we find mutual benefit and value in what we're doing together, but it goes beyond that. For myself, I think this is something that I should have taken a lot more seriously earlier in my career. I think by focusing on business engagements and partnerships that give you that positive gut feeling will outlast and outperform those where you're just doing it for economic reasons. Now, I don't have peer-reviewed data points on this to prove myself out here, but I can tell you, it just feels so much better to be surrounded by those who are like-minded. I found that there's this unspoken synergy in building each other up versus just leveraging off of someone for your own gain. Overall, these three principles have come to really the forefront for me over the last year, and I want to keep them really top of mind as I go into the next year. And in case you're wondering, I'm not really living under a rock here. COVID has really upended our lives, including mine, but I figured I just wouldn't speak to it. I just don't think we need to dwell on it or the politics around it anymore, with the exception of just recognizing that it is something serious we have to deal with. As a final note, I want to say thank you to you, the listeners, for taking the time to support us. Also, a huge thank you to the guests for sharing their time and their knowledge with us. And a thank you to the partners that I'm really honored to be working with, and my wife, Suze, for just pushing me along every day. Wishing you all the best. Merry Christmas, and the best to 2021. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Insider's Guide to Finance. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share this with your friends and colleagues so they can benefit as well. You can also subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Play Store. Your support there is really appreciated. For future episodes, if there's a question, topic, or specific person you'd like me to interview, feel free to reach out. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or through my website at creativereturn.ca.